1: Welcome back everyone to Conversations Live. I'm your host Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again. For our radio audience tuning in at WYAD 94.1 FM and WYADOnline.com, glad that you all could be with us. Also us tuning in through our online affiliates around the world, we're like glad you all could be with us as well. Today we are welcoming some of the contributors to the new anthology, She Said Yes to Herself Unapologetically. We're excited to welcome to our program today, Ocean Kent. Also, we have Dr. Velma Bagby. Dr. Velma is a voice you all have heard many times on our broadcast, and she's also the author of the best-selling Catch series. I'm going to talk to them about the two of them, not only about, of course, the success uh, of the new anthology, but also what it's been like for them to be a part of it. We may have some of the other contributors that will be joining us as well. Dr. Velma, Ocean, hello, team, welcome to the broadcast. Thanks, guys. Thank you for having
0: us.
1: Hey, glad to do it. And we have someone joining us, and I have to apologize. I'm not sure who it is, someone joining us from Atlanta here. Um, Who do we have on with us? Laquita. Laquita. Hey, Laquita. Good to be able to hear from you as well. Good to be able to speak with you again. So, again, as I mentioned, I think some of the other contributors may be joining us as well. So I want to start things off, though, uh, with, with you, Ocean. This is the first time we've been able to have you on the broadcast. How does it feel to be able to have the anthology out and for the world to be able to read it?
2: Cyrus, I
0: am so excited. The anthology is full of some phenomenal stories of triumph, uh, tragedy to triumph, and it is a pleasure to be able to share my story in hopes that it will create a bridge for someone that needs some encouragement and some inspiration. I'm excited. It's been phenomenal. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and for yourself, uh, Ocean, I'm going to ask you the question that I've been asking everyone: and that is, what was it like for you to say yes? What was it like for you to say yes to this project?
0: As I took a look at the opportunity, uh, my I take that back. I shared it one time with uh, Tina Marie and the Bridge Builders, and on her podcast, and I was it was a little fearful for me. Uh, but then, as I shared it, then at that there were quite a few people that had reached out to me and said, "Wow, that really impacted me, and it allowed me to uh, open up and share what, what what I had gone through or what I had was able to overcome." And at that moment, it was that's when that's one of the moments I said yes to myself, and I said this would be a great platform for me to share my story in hopes that it would reach those that God meant for it to reach. So. Yeah. And it's
1: been phenomenal. Yeah. Roshan, we're glad to be able to have you on and be able to talk about it. Dr. Velma, glad to be able to have you back on with us. First of all, congratulations to you on the release of the anthology. What has it been like for you to see the early response to it?
3: I'm excited. I'm excited for everyone um, who's a part of this project. I know that... um, the publisher does quality work and works very well with the, with the group and the people that she uh, is challenged to work with, and I'm just excited about the final product. And just to see it live is, is amazing. It, 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 it makes the journey rewarding.
1: Yeah. And for yourself, Dr. Velma, you have been involved in a lot of great projects. I mean, was it easy for you to say yes to this project?
3: Yeah, because I've had the pleasure of working with um Laquita Parks who's the publisher and I worked with uh Chanel in the past on the actual summit. So they're great people to work with, so I'm excited I was excited about it. I didn't I wasn't familiar with many of the other um authors but through this process we get a chance to get to know other people, uh and, you know, what they're involved in, their personal brand and and what they offer in their services. So it's been really entertaining because it's funny at times. There's humor in it. But at the same time, you're excited about the people you get to come to know.
1: Right, right. We have uh, Chanel joining us as well. Chanel, welcome back to Conversations Live. Congratulations to you as well. So, Chanel, I mean, now here we are. The anthology is out for the world to read. Are you able yet to excel and to say we did it?
2: Uh, again, thank you, Cyrus, so much for allowing us to be on the platform. Um, absolutely. I want to say that the co-authors have done an amazing job being very transparent, talking about difficult um, conversations, difficult situations, things that um, happened for some who have never spoken of it since, a lot of first-time authors, and then also some experienced authors who have done this at a time or two, but they definitely have, you know, opened up in a new way, and so I'm, I'm very grateful for that.
1: Yeah, Chanel, um, since we have you here Why don't you let our, our listening audience know For our radio audience and those tuning in on iHeart Let them know how this all began Because you and I have talked before About your book She said yes to herself unapologetically How did you come up with the idea for the anthology?
2: Oh, well, the thought for the anthology Really came up uh, Talking to LaQuita Parks. I uh, just had the premise for the book And once I did that um, I was kind of feeling a little bit discouraged because an opportunity that I was expecting to pan out didn't pan out the way that I intended. And so I had a very honest conversation with Laquita, and after I did that, uh, it really kind of helped me uh, to be able to kind of repivot and refocus. And once I did those things, we had the conversation with Okay, I'm going to do a summit, and Laquita said yes. Uh, She said yes to my crazy, and her saying yes really kind of prompted uh, a spiral effect. She kind of connected Dr. Velma Vaghi, who came on as the MC. She did an amazing job. Um, Dr. Kevin Vaughn, who was our technological support, and things just kind of took off from there.
1: Yeah. And now here we are again, uh, and it's been great. I want to thank you, Chanel, for uh, helping us to be able to have these great conversations with the contributors here. We have more to come as well. Going to go. You mentioned uh, Laquita, so Laquita, that was your cue, I think. I'm going to go ahead and bring you up. Uh, Laquita, great to be able to speak with you again. How does it feel, Laquita, to have the anthology out of, and for the world to read?
4: feels amazing Uh, amazing seems like the word of the hour i'm super amazing it's super amazing i'm excited about it um it is it is a beautiful piece i keep saying that over and over again um the women 31 amazing women with 31 amazing stories and i'm honored for every single story i've learned something first story to the last story even my own i keep seeing there are there are still ways laquita that you can reinvent yourself so it has been nothing short of amazing for me.
1: Paquita, I had a chance to speak with you recently uh, as well as the other ladies on Cyrus um, Web Presents on Amazon Live. And I just wanted to tell you I got so much feedback after that, that recent interview uh, where you shared about how even in the moment it's still being in pain, being able to push through. Um, I know you have not, uh, you know, this is something you've heard from other people, but how does that feel to know just by your You are taking the steps you do day by day to know that you're inspiring people.
4: You know what? It it feels great, and I'm reminded of the song, If I Can Help Somebody As I Travel Along, Then My Living Shall Not Be In Vain. Uh, I just believe that God has gifted me, even in my circumstances, to be able to difference in the lives of people. Um, And like I said on your show before, and thank you so much, Cyrus, for the opportunity. It has truly been a blessing that god has gifted all of us with the ability to do what we need to do in whatever situation we are in that doesn't it, it means financial physical for me um my my medical situation and i don't take that for granted and and day, days are difficult for me um going through this anthology it was just not a regular publisher putting an anthology together i do this and everything else i do Spite of the pain that I go through every day, but I get to choose, and I don't wear it as a badge of honor. Nor do I, no, nor do I wear it on my shoulders for woe is me. Um, if anybody knows me, I know Dr. Velma and Chanel on this line know me, and they know that I don't like to be pitied. So yeah. I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> so um, I I do And and it helps me So in a way Cyrus is a little selfish Because it helps me to Not focus on my own issues You know I have doctor's Appointments and all that and And I run from that because I'm like As long as I have breath in my body And as long as I'm able The doctor said although you're not dying You are suffering Well if I look at my life as suffering Then I'm suffering But if I look at my life as Here I am, able to share my story with these 30 other phenomenal women. My story is just a little tidbit, and if I'm able to do that in the the midst of my circumstances, and whoever reads that book can look at my story and say, wow, if she can do it, I can, then my living truly will not be in vain. So I I am grateful for Chanel Dr V I love you love you love you uh, I'm just grateful for all of the women and it's it's just an honor for me and I'm very very humbled by it I'm not perfect um, and they're they're you know we're flawed individuals so but I'm humbled by this opportunity because we are world we've already reached the world and so and yeah. thank you for helping us do that Cyrus. <laughs>
1: Well, look, it's my pleasure, and I know it's only just the beginning. Sharice King is also joining us, another one of the contributors. Sharice, glad to have you on with us. Sharice, now that the anthology is out for the world to read and enjoy, to be the one click right now as they're listening to this conversation, right now literally for only 99 cents, how does it feel to have it out and about?
5: Oh, my gosh, it is surreal. Uh, I'm so proud and honored to be amongst these other women who are sharing their stories. Um, it makes me feel like just like what um, the trivia, uh, Laquita just said, you know, it, it, no matter what type of pain, it can be mental, emotional, physical, that you can't allow that pain to stop you from doing what it is that you're called to do because it didn't say it was going to be easy. And then I know that I'm impacting the world or someone else who may have had some tragic life. Uh, circumstances that come up and realize that that isn't is part of it. That those circumstances are not the end all, the be all. Keep moving on, and I'm just honored and humbled and grateful for this opportunity. And I'm looking forward for what more that God has for us or me to do as well with this book and, and in my life as well. I can just share and just walk in faith, even if I don't know how it's going to come together or what's going to happen. Yeah. Just continue to walk in faith and trust it. And it's it's very exciting. I'm just like wow. what more, what more, what's next now, God, what's next? And always be ready and grateful and thankful. Love that, love
1: that. Such a great thing. And I want to ask you, Sharice, a question I've been asking everyone. Was it easy for you to say yes? The book, of course, is called She Said Yes to Herself, Unapologetically Empower Her Guide. But was it easy for you to say yes to the project?
5: I didn't have a problem saying yes to the project. It was just the, um, When you have so many different things you've got your hands in, uh, making sure that you write the book so that your words can convey to those uh, in the audience that are reading it that it makes sense and that it's impactful and they understand what it is that I am getting across to them so that it can help them in their life. Uh, That's the part that might have been, you know, a little difficult. You think you wrote it good enough and then you like to go back and reread it and change its words so it can mean this and say this. And make sure that you're reading it, that it flows well. And and, um, that it's uh, the chronologically in sound, so that it can be impactful. That it makes sense and clarity.
1: It's such a great thing, and we're going to talk more about how our audience can stay connected with you, Cherise. I want to say for those who are just tuning in, though, either on the radio side or online, you're listening to Conversations Live. We're excited to welcome some of the contributors to the She Said Yes to Herself Unapologetically Empower Her Guide. We're speaking with Chanel Coleman. You heard earlier, you just heard there from Cherise King. We have Laquita Parks joining us, Dr. Velma Bagby also we have Ocean Kent on with us as well. I'm going to let you all know how you can stay connected with all of them as well as, of course, remind you that if you're listening to us on the radio side here at WYAD here in Mississippi, you will see the link actually on our Facebook page. Make sure you guys click on that Amazon link. You can get the book right now for only 99 cents. If you guys are joining us on the podcast, uh, whether you're joining us through Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Amazon, iHeart Radio, you will see the link there for you guys to be able to get it. I'm going to let you all know how to stay connected with all of the Kent contributors as well. Chanel, I want to go back to you and talk about something that seems to be a theme uh, for all of the contributors, and that is that they are not on this road alone. What was that like for you, Chanel, to be able to bring together this group of women and to not only to show them that they're not alone in what they're going through, but also to show the reader that they're not alone in what they're going through?
2: That's a great question, Cyrus. Um, I think it's just knowing that um, being a person of faith and recognizing that no matter what um, obstacle or tribulation that we're facing at the time, that we're never alone, that crisis with us, and just trying to be a guide to support uh, a sense of source, creating a community where authors, women of faith, um, change agents, speakers can kind of network and collaborate was really important to me. I was very intentional about making that the goal of building a community where we can all grow and thrive and where it's a space where we're not competing against each other and it's a space where we all have room to grow and to be able to stretch ourselves. And so it was just amazing being a part of this dynamic group of women.
1: Yeah. I want to ask you, Laquita, the same question, and later I'm going to ask you all the same question. How does that feel, Laquita, to be around women that remind you that you are not alone?
4: It feels it feels absolutely great. Um, I, I love it. I I have two three biological sisters. I can truly call these ladies my sisters. Um, Chanel and I talk every day and we were and it wasn't it's not even all about she said yes. It's about this how you doing. When you read her story and she said she's saying, you know, get up sis, when you read her story, that's her one hundred percent. She is, and and like I said before, you know, she's the yin to my yang. I'm the yang to her yin. We are, you know, we talk and we uplift each other. So she's like, hey, get up. If I'm not doing something, and and I'm very stubborn, so, you know, know that about me, (laughs) but um, I'm I'm very stubborn. And sometimes um, I'll get those calls from her and Jacqueline and Trivia. Dr. V will send me a message and saying, okay, take care of yourself yourself how you doing you know go to bed you need to go to bed so these are sisters who genuinely about me they don't care that they don't care that I'm a publisher they don't care about any of that they they care but they don't care that's not the focus that's not their reason for connecting with me they care about me as a person and that's what it feels like being around this group. Um, you know, we, we have to straighten each other's crown. And sometimes, Cyrus, we, we, we tend to, um, as women, and I say people as general, in general, we tend to get with people, and if their crown is a little crooked, we'll, we'll tell them they need to straighten their crown, but then we'll go over and whisper to somebody, look at her crown. But we need those people who will say, hey, sis, your crown is crooked, and they're going to tell you to your face. And it might not be something that you like. You might not want to hear But if you're the type of person that you should be, you can take it and grow with it, and then the friendship is still there. And that's what these sisters are. There, there's that for me. We can. Chanel and I don't agree on everything, but she is a 100% genuine person, so I know her heart, and she knows my heart, and so we can say, "No, no, I don't think." I think you're doing too much, and she'll say, "Quita now, sit down now," and that's the <laughs> sisterhood we have for this book. So I, I think yeah. it's amazing, and and I think I have a a sisterhood that I can travel around the world with, and I mean that.
1: Love that. Look, I know I know that's exactly what's going to happen. I think this is definitely a movement that you all have sparked here. Dr. Velma, your name was, was brought up, so I'm going to ask you the same question. How does it feel to know that in spite of everything that you're not alone, thanks to uh, the, the great women that you're connected with with this anthology?
3: Well, Cyrus, I have to say that I didn't know who Laquita was. I didn't know Chanel. I didn't know these people. Somehow God allowed our paths to cross. And there was a connection right away with Laquita when I met her. You know, you can pick up on the spirit of the person. And Chanel, and I have to be honest, um, Cyrus, I've been dealing with a frozen shoulder this week, this year. I've been dealing with multiple physical therapy appointments during the week. And there were moments when I, I, I was basically saying to Chanel, I don't think I can do it. I need to put this aside. She said, no, Dr. Velma, you can do it. And I mean, she's been there on the sidelines cheering me, making me say yes when I really wanted to say no because of all the things that I was balancing. And yet she stayed true to keeping me encouraged. And here I am writing about what it means to say yes. And I, in my, in my particular segment, I talk about those moments when you have to chase those lies away. And that's the reason I said it, because I was in that moment where Chanel was telling me, no, you have time, Dr. Dunbar. I said, I don't know if I can meet the deadline. I have this, this, and this, health issues. And she kept encouraging me. So I just want you to know when I talk about humor, that's the laughter I've found with fellow co-authors. That's the laughter i found in some of the moments. And even when I think back on those those moments when I told Chanel I wanted to pull out, and she encouraged me to stay in. That's what you get from this journey. Yes, the book is out, and yes, it's available to others to enjoy our stories and and be inspired and encouraged by what we have produced and shared. And many of us were very transparent in what we had to say, and so, so was I. And connect. And the main thing I talked about was making sure you surround yourself and your yes with people you can trust. And I believe that's what happened with us when I met Laquita, when I met Chanel, because Chanel was right there on the side of me saying, Dr. B, you can do it. I'm waiting on you. I'll give you more time. And so without that, I would not be a participant. So I'm really encouraged by what I received and the support I received. And like Laquita said, This is a sisterhood. It's more than the words we put down on the paper. It's the connections we've made. And we're very careful to make sure that those that we allow into that inner circle are people that we can truly trust.
1: That's a great point. Cherise, the same question to you. I mean, what has that been like for you to know that in spite of everything going on that you are not alone?
5: Well, the great thing about that, um, when I was going through the process of getting prepared to write the doc, the permission uh, and have them go back and I would call um, Lachelle uh, Chanel and she would be like, okay, no, if you could just, she would really go through and help me figure out what it is that I need to take away and add to make sure, that, like I said earlier, to make sure the submission was impact the submission. And that was what really um, have kept me going because I was like, okay, I thought I was done. I'm like, I think, oh, I was like, ooh, I got that checked off my list. And then to get email later, I'm like, no, you got, you got too many words. <laughs> take some out. And I'm like, oh, no, but that goes part of it, learning the wordsmith and take it down and so not feeling bad about either going over or not having enough. And so that not making me feel bad about um, figuring out how to reword anything. So that's the good thing. And everyone's been really uh, fun and impactful and, and nurturing and, and live. Uh, me, Jackman and I. Um, doing uh, the other day with uh, Dr. Velma on her uh, her show and her podcast, so it's been very enjoyable. It's been um, actually uh, like broadening, broadening my horizon and opening my eyes. Is the more there's more things to come and possibilities, we can do this together and push each other forward. Because when we're all going, we all may go different directions, but we also are going in the same direction. But Sometimes you go different directions, and it's a great thing. So I'm very excited about it in the book tour. I'm already talking to people about doing that, and people will say, oh, you're going to do a book signing and things. I'm like, oh, yeah, let's get this going. I'm excited. Yeah,
1: yeah. so much more to come. Ocean, what about for yourself? Uh, what has it been like for you alone this process to know that you are not alone?
0: That is such a powerful question. Um, like, I believe it was Laquita that mentioned that she does, She has three other sisters. Um, I don't have any sisters, and I'm the only girl in the family. I'm the only granddaughter. So I was the tomboy out of the crew, but there was a time where I needed some comfort and I needed to be able to tell my secret to, or I needed to be have a confidant and someone to challenge me through the journey, and I didn't have that. So... I happened to have the opportunity to meet Chanel through Tina Marie and the Bridge Builders. Uh, We're club sisters, and I had an opportunity to do a speaker's forum with her, and it was absolutely dynamic. All of the women prior to me have already said how tenacious she is, how warm and comforting, Um, and she can be pretty directive. Uh, She's uh, helped me champion through writing this book. Uh, but I do believe knowing that I'm not alone allows me to be a little more transparent in sharing some of my fears, knowing that the net that will catch them is one that will keep it close. Um, it's providing me just some clarity on it's okay to be me and all my perfect imperfections. And it's not a competition. It's not a one-up It's how do we champion one another along this journey called life? Uh, And as we journey along, how do we pull more sisters along with us and let people know that women can stand in solidarity and women can work together through trials, through tribulation and come out uh, as God's children. So it's just been phenomenal all around. And, I think some of my other sisters mentioned that we hope to journey, this journey is uh, along the way, and if not, we go on our separate paths. God has a way of bringing us all back around, and uh, I look for that for that day. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, and to know you all are all connected in this project—that is—is like it's already been mentioned. We'll be changing lives. So, Chanel. When people read your excerpt, and ladies, I'm going to ask you all the same question. When when people read your excerpt, what do you hope they're able to take away from it, uh, and the other contributors, Chanel?
2: Um, that's a good question, because I think uh, what we want most, well, I say what I want most uh, to resonate with women is that you know it's time. Uh, so many times we're looking for the right time or the right space to really to um, invest in ourselves. We're looking at Um, competing factors in our own heads. Um, We're thinking about, you know, things that are contributing to self-sabotage or we're um, scared to walk in our divine and divine purpose. And so one of the things that I do want um, women to recognize is that they too are not alone, that we've been through the fire. We've experienced some of these same challenges that they have gone through or are currently going through, and that there is someone on the other side of their story. We have so many amazing women in their various Skills and capacities that are here to serve. And that is what I think makes this um, anthology special, is the women united for a common goal, a united vision, mission and vision of pouring passionately, purposefully, and powerfully into women. We really want to see women walking in their purpose. And so when I think of that, it just kind of brings it full circle for me, and that's what, you know, resonates and that's what I want the readers to be able to gain from the book.
1: Love that, love that. Uh, What about for yourself, Ocean? When individuals read your excerpt, what do you hope they're able to take away from it? Hello, Ocean, can you hear me?
0: Sorry about that. Cyrus, what what I'd like for women, men, and children alike to take from my insert is that your secrets will keep you caged. And if you don't allow yourself to be vulnerable enough to share where you are and what it is that it's keeping you there, uh, that there's no growth. Dancing with addiction, uh, which is alcoholism for me, is a a long-lived thing in my family. So to let people know that there's help out there, one. Two, it's okay to share your story. Three, people will comfort you in that direction. And four is... Uh, you're able to stand in your greatness when adversity kisses you, smack it, dab in the lips. Only if you confront it head on. And the real piece, the other piece uh commingled with that, is that you have to stand in your authentic self even when it doesn't look pretty. And God'll guide you through
2: that process.
1: Love that. Love that. Such a great reminder. Dr. Vama, what about yourself? When individuals read your your contribution to the anthology, what do you hope they take away from it?
3: I hope they take away the bits of wisdom that I shared with them because it's more than just one yes. There's also moments where you learn how to say no as well. Again, I talked about surrounding yourself with A tribe or a group of people that you can trust in your inner circle. So that, again, is learning how to use wisdom. I talk about the fact that I question God regarding my gift of help because I was always helping. And I hope that they will learn from what my discovery, what God answered and told me. And in the end, I talk about the importance of the fact that the last time God created someone where he allowed them to receive everything without any uh, effort whatsoever was in the book of Genesis. After that, everyone else after Adam, we ha- we go through the process of, of being prepared, and sometimes that's a painful process, but we have to know that preparation has to take place in order for us to move into our purpose. And so I talk about that a little bit. So I hope they'll take away these tidbits of wisdom and the questions that I asked along my journey of God in terms of why did he make me like this and how to use wisdom when you're applying the gifts that God has given you that you just don't arbitrarily hand it out to folks that you don't know, but you ask God to give you wisdom. And so I hope that they will take away those bits
5: from my story.
1: Love that, love that. For yourself, Cherise, what do you hope readers take away from your contribution?
5: Well, I pray and hope that they take away from my contribution that when things look like it's going haywire, tragedy, loss, murder, um, uh, things happen to you, even though it's going on, to still stand up and be courageous and faithful and move ahead, even if no one else understands, because your faith is not someone else's faith, and you can't give it to them, and you have to still go ahead and move on. Um, not knowing anyone or knowing where you're going to house on a pan out by just trusting God, and he'll lead the way. And don't be double-minded. Don't go back and have a conversation with a whole lot of people about what they think what you should do because it's not their life, it's yours. And what God told you to do, he told you. And it may look totally ridiculous, and you may just look like, what What are you doing? Why? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't, but it has to make faith. When you come out on the other side and you go back to the years and look at when you journaled or remember some of the things that you endured and went through, going through this process, and now you're in your promise, your purpose, your provision, your power, your peace, your plan, your provision and your prosperity, and you're protected. And so you be like, you know what? And when you do it, you first sometimes you may be a little scared. You may not. You may not be scared at all. You just may have to just because God may just force you to go ahead and do it. You can't be afraid. You just, no matter what, you got to just go ahead and just be hopeful and do it anyway. You don't have time to be afraid. You got to pick up on everything and do what it is. And um, he ordered and directs your footsteps the whole time, the whole time. Every time you make a step, he's like, come on, make another step. Come on, I got you. Come on, I got you. I know you don't see it. Come on, honey daughter. I see you. Come on, one more step. Oh, you went up the wrong, you went up to the wrong track. Up, oh, come back over here. You, you fell off a little bit. Come back. Come back. Oh, you're back. You, you're back. You're doing it right. Come on. Come on, oh, yep, I know it hurt a little bit. I know it's a bruise, but come on, I still got you. Keep on coming. I got you. So give you the peace that passes for pastors, i
1: All right, all right. Love that message. Laquita, what about for yourself? What do you hope uh, readers take away from your contribution to the anthology?
4: I love this question, and I'm telling you, I'm sitting here, and I was like, man, I didn't have my pen and my paper to take some notes. I want to be just like these ladies when I grow up. One of the things that um, that I hope to get from, that I hope readers get from the book and from my submission is, number one, I want them to know that going through hell, and most of us are going through hell, don't stop. Stop, Hmm. because on the other side it's through. If you're in hell, why stop in hell? Just keep going, keep going. And you get to choose um, a piece of, a part of the book, says that a friend of mine one time said that I had the the tenacity of a pit bull on steroids, and I didn't understand what that meant, and I I laughed about it, and I was like, a pit bull on steroids? And I said, what do you mean? He says, because, you know, if if anybody know anything about a pit bull, once they get a grip out of death grip, and he said, you're able, you, you catch a hold of something and you grip it and you keep going, and I thought about that, and it's because I get to choose, And that's what I want the readers to know to get from my story. I don't want them to get, I don't want them to feel sorry for me because life for me has been no crystal stare, but it has made me who I am. So I want them to understand that you can. Don't stop in the midst of your situation. Keep going to the other side of through, and grab a hole, grab a hole of your dream, grab a hold of your desire, and keep going. And just like Sharice just said, your vision is your vision. God didn't give it to anybody else. My vision is mine. The vision that God gave me for Pay Pro-B Publishing was for me, and it's not everybody's cup of tea, and that's okay. It's not supposed to be. So you can keep going to choose. And don't stop in hell, keep going, because there is nothing in hell but hell. Nobody wants to be there, so keep going.
1: Love that. Again, we want to thank the contributors of the new anthology for joining us today. She said yes to herself unapologetically, empower her guide. Again, we welcome Chanel Coleman, Dr. Velma Bagby, Laquita Parks, Ocean Kent, Cherise King, all sharing with us, of course, what it's been like for them to share their own contribution, but also what they hope you be able to take away from the project. Again, if you guys are joining us online, the Amazon link is with this broadcast. For those joining us on the radio side here in Mississippi, you'll be able to find the Amazon link on our Facebook page. I appreciate all of you being on with us, Chanel. We're going to do a, a, a quick go round here. Let our listeners know how can they stay connected with you.
2: Again, thank you so much, Cyrus, for the platform and allowing us to be able to um, share with you on today. Um, they can stay in contact with me by reaching out to, she said yes to herself at gmail.com. They can also find me at she yes to herself, sorry, yes com. I'm on Facebook, Chanel Coleman-Wesley, um, all things, and um, definitely looking forward to connecting.
3: All
1: right, all right. Dr. Velma, what about yourself? How can our listeners stay connected?
3: Sure. I'm on all these social media platforms. Um, I'm on Instagram, LinkedIn, Threads, Facebook, as Dr. Delma. And um, also they can contact me by going to my website, drdelmabagby.com.
1: All right. Uh, Ocean, what about for yourself? How can our listeners stay connected with you?
0: Sorry, thank you so much for the opportunity. And Chanel, thank you for the platform. They can stay and contact me with me at my website is a wave of inspiration my facebook is a wave of inspiration with ocean my instagram is ocean kent and that's with two o's that's o-o-c-e-a-n kent and my linkedin is ocean kent with one o
4: and thanks again sorry
1: okay, Hey, more than welcome laquita what about for yourself how can i listen to stay connected
4: they can reach me, um, all things social media. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. Um, I can be reached at as Laquita Parks or PayProV Publishing. They can also visit my website at PayProVPublishing.com, uh, and that's P-A-R-O-V-I Publishing.com. And for those who are wondering what PayProV means, because it's a really funny-sounding name, um, PayProV means pain progress, victory, because I believe without pain there's no progress, and without progress there can be no victory. And if all of that fails, you can simply Google me.
1: There you go. Google never fails. It never fails. Sharice, what about for yourself? (laughs) How can our listeners stay connected with you?
5: Yes, um, they can stay connected with me by going on my website at www.whatshesaid.biz. I also have a What She Said LinkedIn page. Um, I have uh Sharice King uh, Instagram and Facebook page. Also, I have so many, many things. YouTube page, Chatting and Chilling with Lady Sharice <laughs> on YouTube. Um, Instagram, I said that, Twitter, Sharice King. And I have a Chatting and Chilling with Lady Sharice Facebook page. And I'm like, uh, Laquita, you can also Google me.
1: There you go. Well, ladies, again, congratulations to you. Glad we got a chance to spend this time together and looking forward to our next chat together.
2: Okay. Thank you,
1: Cyrus, We are Yeah, All right. And we so thank your Cyrus. audience for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. thing as always, enjoy your day, enjoy your life, enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Live. Let's go make today amazing. Take care.